this bitch. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It is currently 8.40 in the morning. Um, and yeah, I'm a little awake. I'm trying to record these in the mornings because I think I have more energy and we're going to see how that goes today. But you know, whatever. I'd like to first and foremost, formerly, form, form, <laughs> formerly, formally, formally, is it formerly or formally? I think it's formally. I would like to formally apologize, there it is, for the uh, Budcast coming out on like Saturday, I think it was, last week. Here's the thing, here's the thing, okay? We're gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna talk to you about some things today, like I do every fucking, every week. But anyhow, uh, I went out into the mountains on a little camping, backtracking, backpacking trip, backtracking trip. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't do these in the morning. Maybe I just should fucking, maybe I just shouldn't, okay? So we did a little backpacking trip and I had literally, so we left on Wednesday night and I had the podcast recorded earlier, edited everything, even a fucking video to go along with it and had that like uploading on my YouTube and I forgot to click publish before I left. So then by the time I realized that like, Every day I would be at the top of a fucking mountain trying to get service to publish the fucking podcast. Just because I love you guys so much. All five of you that listen. Just kidding. There are more than that. I'm not going to give away actual numbers because I don't want anyone to either get like way too excited for me or feel bad. So just remember to tell your friends about the podcast. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I went on a big um, backpacking trip and I almost died. Jesus Christ. I don't know whether to start with like the smoke or the, I didn't almost die from the smoke. I should, I should not uh, let you in like that. Now I'm sure that most of you know, but if you don't know, get your head out from under that fucking rock. Uh, the West coast is on fire. Uh, yeah, like on fire, fire. Like there's so much smoke in Seattle from, uh, Salem, which is near Oregon and from Eastern Washington that like you, you can't, it's hard to see places like you get the sun is red. Let's just put it that way. Okay. The apocalyptic sun is fucking red right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're making it looking forward to some rain. I think it's supposed to rain today. So I'm hoping to really get dumped on, especially I hope all the fires get dumped on. California's not looking too good right now. A lot of homes are being destroyed. And then, and then I fucking find out that, they aren't they haven't necessarily been natural that apparently some fuck offs have been putting like gas into wine bottles or liquor bottles and throwing them on the side of the highway that's scary that's fucking scary 
people keep saying shit about like, oh, it's a political. No, fuck. It's just, we're all in America together. So let's not fucking burn. Let's not burn it. God damn. Shit, man. Just sit back. Watch climate change from afar. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, though, what the fuck? So that's been like a scary thing to be living over here with, especially because I'm like, oh, even if I did want to go home earlier, I can't because there's fire everywhere. <laughs> like I literally I don't know if I can actually drive across. I'm pretty sure I can. So that is number what? 537 uh, reasons to go home. No, that was literally, I would say, probably the seventh to tenth time this year that I've woken up and been like, holy fuck, am I going to see my family again? That's not good. That's not normal. But here we are amidst a pandemic and the world is in flames. So, yeah, we're chilling, though. Uh, so I decided last week the air quality wasn't too bad. Now, let's see. Put it this way. The air quality index. Let's see here. Air index for Seattle. Honestly, though, if you're not... Oh, today it's 144. That's pretty motherfucking good. Um, let's see what Portland's at. My buddy told me that Portland was... Oh, they're at 135 today. The most that they were at, though, was 445, which is a lot. It's on a 500 scale. So out of 500, they were at 445. It was like the government or the governor put us into like a warning to stay inside and keep make sure your windows and doors are closed so that you're not breathing in the air because it's incredibly bad for you. The air quality index. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and people were still going out to the bar to drink. So your girl had to work. Fuck is wrong with people? Man, I get it. Alcohol is fun, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Alcohol is fun, isn't it? But just fucking... Try to be healthy a little bit, man. Unless everyone's just accepted their fate. They're like, oh, the world's going to end this year. So might as well try to go to the bar as much as possible. So then I get that. I get that. So we left on Wednesday, me and my buddy Justin. And we drove to Sauk Mountain um, and decided we wanted to do that hike at sunrise. My buddy Justin uh, bought a bus last summer, uh, the beginning of last summer, and he renovated a school bus into an RV, which is pretty fucking cool. I'll show you some pictures on the podcast. Don't get too excited because I have some bad news at the end of this, okay? So we go to Sauk Mountain. The bus is just so much fun to ride in. I was riding in the passenger side. Um, and he like, he did all these fancy, cool little things to make the bus like, what's the best word? I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot here. So bear with me to make it the best usable way for him to make it the most efficient. There it is <laughs> to make it the most efficient for him. So, uh, the passenger seat actually, because if you think about like a school bus, how you, where you walk up and the doors are, there's no seat there. So what he did was made the seat movable so that you can like lock it into place and move it up so that I get to sit right next to him while he's driving. And the door is completely glass, which is scary when you're going on mountain roads and shit and you can just see straight down. But it was a ride. So we went to Sock Mountain, uh, slept for like four hours in the bus, woke up and then went, uh, did the sunrise hike. And it was beautiful. It was really pretty. Um, and I will show you photos on the podcast Instagram. After that, we hiked back down and kind of hung out there for a little bit on his deck. And then we went um, swimming in Baker Lake, which was fucking beautiful. Took a little nappy nap there um, and ate some food. And then we went to Park Butte Mountain. <sighs> Still gives me chills to this day. So here's the thing is that on the way there, 
Justin had mentioned. Now, this is a guy that um, I met at the old place that I work at, and we do a lot of hiking together. He's very outdoorsy. He's also very into photography and videography, just like me. So we get along really well. Um, and so we are on the way to Park Butte Mountain, and he looks at me and he's like, we've gotten like so lucky with every hike we've done. And I'm like, yeah, haven't we? He's like, seriously, like it's, you know, they haven't been too hard. Um, plus the payout is always just like absolutely fucking insane. I'm like, I know it's amazing, right? We spoke too soon. Remind me to never say shit like that before I do a backpacking trip up a mountain. Okay. Just like remind me because I almost died. (laughs) Fuck. So this is how it all began. Okay. That night. Also, here's the other thing. Him and I were supposed to record a podcast together. We were going to record it on the bus. But we were pretty fucking tired from the sunrise hike the earlier day. And the next day we were going to wake up at 4 a.m. This is a Park Butte lookout, that trail. So we decided that, you know, we'll record the podcast in the bus um, because I thought it'd be cool for you guys to hear about how he did the things that he did. And he is a bud, so he does fit the uh, criteria to be on the budcast. So he... But we didn't end up recording because we were too tired. Anyhow, so we leave uh, that night. We slept. We wake up in the morning. We get ready to go. Now we're backpacking to stay at a fire lookout. So I never really knew what these were before I moved to Washington. But it's just this like tiny little hut of a home that sits upon a peak. And there's glass windows like all around it. 360 views usually of mountains. Um, And what they were used for is for like people, uh, to see where the fires were, um, to be able to locate exactly where they are. They have a really cool, um, that was one lookout that we went to last summer. This guy was up there and he was actually teaching us how to use all of the tools up there, um, in the lookout to figure out basically what you do is you're looking for smoke. You're so high up in, um, elevation that you're looking pretty much down on everything. So when you see smoke, the way that you can line up your map, um, that is in there. I don't really know how to explain it. And you line shit up to where the smoke is and this and that. And then you can actually tell the exact longitudinal and latitudinal coordinates of where the fire is. It's pretty fucking cool. I was like blown away when I learned that. Anyway, that's where we were staying was in a lookout. So we had to backpack up there because we were staying overnight. Now, the lookout's very popular. It was very popular. Um, the trick is you got to get up there first. It's first come, first serve. So you want to be kind of like quick, quick with it, you know? So we wake up and we're both, again, photographers. How many times am I going to say, so we wake up? Jesus Christ. Um, I was holding like, I might be exaggerating and I might not be exaggerating. I was holding probably like 20 to 30 pounds. No, let's go 20, 20 pounds of camera equipment between my 35 or between my um, medium format, Mamiya 330, my new Mark 5D and then my tripod. It was, it's all so fucking heavy. So I have to carry that. Plus, you know, the tent or no, Justin carried the tent, the sleeping bag, food, um, white claws. Cause your girl fucking loves claws. It was just, let's just sit in clothes. Cause it was going to be 30 degrees up there. It was, it was a lot to carry. I brought too much. I don't even know where I could have skimped out and like not brought a lot. Cause I used everything, but like I brought too much, probably the white claws. I didn't need the white claws. Okay. All right, fine. So the packs that we're using too, I mean, mine went square a foot above my actual head. Like it was really, really high. It was tall. <laughs> so we start hiking and pitch black, four in the morning, headlamps on, can't see a goddamn thing. We get, we're probably like a mile and a half in, um, had probably been hiking for about an hour 
And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to think. I literally at this moment, I think that I cannot do this hike. That's never really happened before. But I was like, I don't think I can make it. I physically don't think that I can make it. So the first thing I think of, I'm like, I think I got to ditch the ditch the tripod. I got to ditch it. So we stop and I'm like, hey, I think I, it was more like this. I think I'm going to ditch the tripod. And he's like, no, you're not. You're not going to be able to find it. I was like, yeah, they will. There's this really nice log wall here. It'll be fine. He's like, no, I'll take it. And I was like, now I feel bad because this is my gear that you're carrying now. And you have a heavy pack too. And so I just felt fucking awful. So Justin, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry. I am so sorry that you had to carry my tripod. So I sit down on these like steps that are made into the land behind me and I take my pack off and I'm like sitting there about to drink some water. And then all of a sudden I hear my pack behind me start to fall. And Justin goes, your pack, your pack. And without even like thinking about it, it was like a fight or flight situation that I was in. I jumped from my pack. And again, it was really dark out. And turns out we were, uh, where we were hiking at that moment, it was just like straight down a hundred feet next to us, which is where my bag was beginning to fall. I shouldn't say it was straight down. It was like, if you're familiar with hiking in the mountains, when you're hiking in the actual forest part of it and you're on switchbacks, you know, you can see just like kind of straight down for a really long time, but this was like very straight down. So my bag starts to fall. I leap, lunge, dive, if you will off the side of this fucking mountain to get my bag. And that's when my headlamp showed how like high up we were. And that's when I started freaking the fuck out. So my bag was like kind of perched on um, like bushes or like small branches. And what I had grabbed from my bag, I had just with two my two fingers, hold them up, two fingers. I caught the string to my sleeping bag, which was attached to my pack. And that was what was holding it up. Like if I would have let go of that, it would have kept going. It did have a little bit of support from these branches, but I was fucking, I caught it by the sleeping bag string and I'm laying there down the side of the mountain, my feet, I immediately jerry rig my feet to go ahead and catch onto some branches so that I don't fall. And I'm like freaking, I'm like, Justin, 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 grab my feet, grab my feet, grab my feet. And he's like, why would I grab your feet? Like, are you stable? And I was like, I think so. I think I'm stable. And he's like, okay, stay there. I'm going to climb down and get your pack because there's no way you're going to be able to lift that up. And I'm like, bitch, who do you think you're fucking talking to? I'm strong as a fucking horse. Anyway, so he did it. He, he climbed down and he lifted my pack up and then I climbed up and all I got was this like massive bruise on my left arm with this really cool, it looks like a cat scratch from like my shoulder down to my mid um forearm so pretty badass then we keep going yeah that's right I said we keep going we keep going and he tries to tighten my hip strap because it was really loose and he pulled on it too hard and he broke it he broke my hip strap (sighs) like halfway through the hike now I'm really thinking I definitely can't make it like I'm not gonna make it but we did We keep going and the sun's starting to come up and we come to this like beautiful meadowed opening where you can see Mount Baker and the sun is rising on it and there's a river and we hike for about like half a mile and then we realize the bridge is washed out for the river. And then we realize that down at the bottom where you read uh, at the beginning of the trail, there's like a map and there are any like things you should know. And one of the things said that the trail for um, 
a, or the a bridge for a completely different trail was washed out. So just be aware of that. You're going to have to hike the back way. This isn't even the fucking trail that we were on. This isn't the trail that we were supposed to go to, which means that we made a wrong turn. So I pulled out my phone because I download maps for the hikes that I do so that when this shit happens, I know what the fuck to do. We went off the trail for half a fucking mile. I'm still, I'm, I was still already dead. I was already fucking dead. So we come back and the sun is up now and Justin's like, Hey, do you care if I book it to try to get the lookout? And I'm like, go save yourself, save yourself. So he goes, and now because I'm by myself, my pack was so heavy that like he would have to help me stand up or he would have to help me put my bag on something. So I, so now I'm like, I'm stuck with my bag. I can't take any breaks. So, but I still did, of course. And it was whenever I'd come to like a part where a rock was really high up to where I could just kind of rest my bag on it. And I would just lay there like a starfish and just like breathe. So finally keep going, keep going, keep going. We make it, we get to the fucking top. Finally, holy shit. And we got the lookout, baby. We got the lookout. And it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was so, I couldn't, I, you know, I, I couldn't tell you if it was worth it or not for all the shit that I went through, but I think it was. I think it was. Am I going to do that again anytime soon? Probably not. But I would love to, you know, do another backpacking trip. I'm not even done with the fucking story. I don't even know where I'm getting at. So we're up there and I, we decided we're, it's like, by this time, probably like 7.30 in the morning, 8 in the morning. And we're like, all right, we're going to take a nap. So I was like, well, I'm going to smoke some weed up here before we take a nap. So I sit on the outside on the little porch area. And I start smoking. And it's so pretty there. Mind you, this is before the smoke was really, really bad. Okay. So when I left Seattle, the smoke was not bad. And I'm looking. And then I see this like beautiful th- fog blanket like throughout the mountains. And I was like, oh, that's pretty. And then like, so now usually when I smoke weed, I don't get like paranoid. I don't freak out. Well, I freaked out because then it hit me that like, oh, fuck, that's smoke. And then I was like, I haven't had service for two and a half days. Holy fuck. What if these woods are on fire? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. What if this is how I die? What if this is how I die? What if this is how I die? And that's all I could fucking think about was the fact that these fires were probably going to burn me alive. But I'm at the fire lookout, so I'd be able to see it, right? Well, I could see a lot of smoke. That's for damn sure. But no fires. So then I'm like starting to go through. This is where my dad comes into play, just the way that he thinks. So then I'm like, okay, this is a very popular hike, even for day hiking. So if we do not see anybody, any other people by noon, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I don't even know if I'll make it. I'll probably get burned to a crisp right where I was always fouled out the mouth because that's just my spot. Apparently now that's just my spot. So I'm freaking out. And then I realized I got to I got to sleep because I'll stop freaking out. And also Justin has lived out here for his whole life, um, not in the fire lookout, um, but in Seattle. And so I'm like, he will know, you know what he'll, he would know if, if, we, if, if this is really bad, he would know if this is really bad. So we fell asleep and we woke up and it was only like 10 and then we had our first visitors. So then I knew that the fires must not have been bad and we were fine and nothing bad happened. Um, we decided a little bit later that maybe we were going to take some shrooms. Uh, and here's the thing is that I do not like, especially unless I am near my home or like at a park on solid ground, not in a mountain. Uh, I don't like to 
fucking do a lot of drugs. <laughs> I guess I've never really actually done shrooms to the point to trip and see shit. It's always just like, I like enough to make me a little giggly and where I just, I get really happy. And that's just really, you know, a nice way to be. So we decided to take a small amount, microdose, if you will. Um, and it was while no one was up by the lookout. So we take a small amount and he beats me in chess. Yeah. He beat me in chess. And then these people start coming up and then I start fucking feeling it a little bit. And I'm like, don't look like you're on drugs. Don't be stupid. So I just sat there and I'm pretty sure that I, I always think when I'm fucked up, when I'm drunk and high doesn't really count on weed. Um, but like when I do shrooms or if, you know, I've done LSD, I always think about like, can people tell that I'm on something? And so I try to hide it. And so that's, that means I just don't really talk. And everyone always says they're like, I cannot tell when you're fucked up, which is a good thing. Kind of sometimes not when like you might be by yourself and no one's like, Oh, it's just fine. And then I end up in a ditch or something. Fuck. So that's how my brain works. Anyway. Uh, so we, take a little bit of shrooms then we decide we were going to hike down to a pond to get more water with our little filtration system and by this time it's so dry and dusty and so many people keep coming up to the lookout and so we start hiking down and there was this guy in front of Justin that slipped a little bit and Justin said as soon as that guy slipped he immediately thought of me and he was like fuck and he turned around and when he turned around and looked at me I was already on the ground (laughs) I felt, here's the thing, I slipped but caught myself and I was like, that was a close, whoa, and then I just fucking fell hard. And the whole time I'm falling, I'm thinking, Justin, please don't turn around, please don't turn around, please don't turn around. And then I like lift myself up off the ground, I peel myself up off of the off of the dirt, and when I look up, he's staring right at me and he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And dust myself off. Mind you, still on a little bit of shrooms. So we get down to the bottom. That's when I realized, like, my whole left leg is covered in blood. Like, just dripping from my fucking knee. It wasn't that bad. Um, I do look like a badass, but it wasn't that bad. And then I realized, like, my hands are bruised. Um, Yeah. I just, there are a lot of bruises on my body right now. So we go to go back up to this lookout. And I had to pee. So I was like, okay, right near the, when we were like getting up to the top. So I was like, you go ahead. I'm going to stay here and pee. And so as I'm peeing and I hear, and by this time, Justin's mushrooms have kicked in too. Um, when we went down to get the water and like play in the little pond there, that's kind of when he started feeling it. And so luckily, lucky for him, he brought sunglasses so then people won't know if he's fucked up and all I have is a fucking mask and I don't have sunglasses because I don't believe in sunglasses I do believe in sunglasses I know that they help with the sun and shit what I don't believe in is blocking my view and tinting it um because I like how things look as it is so we go (coughs) I'm peeing I hear him get up top he has the sunglasses on and then I just hear this gaggle of women Oh, oh, you must be the one staying here. Oh, are you back? Are you going to stay here tonight? Uh, like almost talking to him like he's a dog. And I'm like, good Lord. And now Justin is very, you know, he's a good looking dude. And these women are all older and they're just like fucking pawing at him. And I could hear it. And immediately I'm like, oh, fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck this. I don't want to go up there. Like I'm high. I don't want to deal with that. Blah, 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 blah. So I start getting up there and I see there's like fucking eight of them just crowded right around where you like walk up to get to the lookout. So I put my mask on. Justin told me, he's like, that probably made you look more suspicious. I'm like, yeah, but also Roni, man. I don't want to get the Roni from these Karens that think it's not real. Like, what the fuck? Ah, So I get up there and then the one girl goes to me and she goes, oh, did you find the lightning stool? (laughs) 
And I was like, the what? She's like, the lightning stool, the little stool with all the glass at the bottom of it. And I was just looking at Justin like, what the fuck are they talking about? What are they saying? Is there a lightning stool? What? I'm so confused. Turns out there's this tiny little stool that everyone's fucking obsessed with. That's literally just a stool with like mason jars at the bottom of it on the feet. And it helps in a lightning storm. You're supposed to stand or sit on it so that you don't get struck. Uh, it's sunnier and shit out. If anything, we should be worrying about the smoke, bitch. Okay. So that was fun. And I couldn't stop laughing. And then finally everybody laughed. And me and Justin played checkers and I kicked his ass because I'm good at checkers. Not at chess, but checkers. I fucking had it. Uh, and then <clears throat> we're waiting for his buddy to come up. Um, his buddy was going to hike up after he got out of work on Friday to do some astrophotography with us. And so we're up there and we can see someone way, way far away, like probably a mile still down, um, hiking by themselves. And Justin was like, Oh, I wonder if that's him. Let me grab my zoom lens. And he takes a photo and it's so fucking zoomed in on this dude. Like you could see what, what kind of socks this guy had on. It wasn't our friend, but like, I just looked at him and I was like, that is fucking creepy. Like that's really creepy. So we got to talking and he's like, what if, you know, what if someone hikes up here by themselves and they're planning on staying in the lookout and they don't like, they aren't prepared. They don't have a tent or anything. And I was like, well, it's a fucking pandemic. Like we can't, you know, it's a pandemic. We can't just be willy nilly letting people in here. Also I have thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Like I was like, maybe we should have a code word, like, you know, or like a wink or something if we think they're cool and like might offer it or, you know, and then we're like, no, we probably shouldn't. So then this dude comes up nicest fucking guy ever i would have 100 110 let him stay in the lookout with us if it wasn't a fucking pandemic fucking roni man the fucking roni thing is is like i don't know what he's been doing i know like the people that i do see the very small amount of people that i see i know what they do i know how they feel about the virus i know you know i feel comfortable hanging out with them because i don't want to get my bar shut down i also see thousands of people a week and i don't want to affect anyone else's life okay anyway so he was the nicest fucking guy ever, ever. That's our luck. And then I find out he lives in Ballard, this guy. And that's right where I work is in Ballard. And I live like right next to Ballard, like five minutes away from it. And I'm like, small fucking world. He came into my work the other day looking for me and I wasn't there. But it's okay because I have his Instagram now so we can, you know, connect. But yeah, I was like, that's so fucking cool. So then, um, it wasn't his, his buddy, Justin's buddy, uh, Tanner ended up coming up later. Um, we did some astrophotography. It was really fun. Um, we all slept, woke up sunrise. Absolutely beautiful. I will be posting photos of this trip, um, on the Budcast Instagram and they are fucking amazing photo. Like not just cause I took, but I just mean like the place itself was fucking amazing. Um, and then, so we're on the way down. Down was much easier than coming up uh, with the elevation <laughs> difference. We're on our way down. And then Tanner turns around to Justin and I and he's like, yeah, did you hear about that guy with the axe at, that was like near the trailhead? And I was like, excuse me, what? And Justin was like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to tell you about it um, until we were until we were done backpacking for the for the week. And I was like, wait, 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 wait what about a guy with an axe? And Justin goes, don't worry. It wasn't this hike. And Tanner goes, yeah, it was. And I was like, what? Why the fuck? Oh God. Apparently like five days before we were there, two women did, um, that hike and we're hiking down around sunset. So it was getting kind of dark. 
and they had their headlamps on and they saw someone about 50 feet away from them. And as soon as they saw them, they turned the other person that they like the two women saw someone that someone turned their headlamp off. Okay. When they were starting to like get closer to each other, just turn the headlamp off. So these two women start yelling to him or her and they're like, Hey, are you okay? Like, is, is everything okay? Or do you, do you need something? Like, are you all right? And he doesn't say anything. So then the women are like, excuse me, like, hello, trying to talk to him. And they don't hear them say anything. And then they get close enough to see. And all they can see is his fucking silhouette while he's holding an ax behind a tree. He was just holding an ax waiting for them to fucking walk by. And then I find out that it was at that hike that we were doing. And it was only five days before that. What? What? That's terrifying. Granted, the only time that we were hiking in the dark was when we were starting, like in the morning, you know, the morning that we first hiked up there. What if there was a dude with an axe just chilling? (laughs) He probably saw me like die from my back over the side of the mountain and was like, they've been through too much. Or she's resilient and she would, or they have a shit ton of bear spray. So, you know. And Justin tried to explain to me, he's like, it's so hard for someone to kill someone with an ax. Like, honestly, we are so much more better, you know, prepared with this bear spray. And I'm like, regardless, I don't want to find out how hard it is for someone to kill me with an ax. Okay. I'd rather not find that out whatsoever. So no ax. We didn't die. Uh, But the unfortunate thing, uh, when we got back, (coughs) we, we, uh, we left and about an hour down the road, the bus started making weird noises. Yeah. And we it was a transmission. Yeah. I know. So we pulled into this driveway. Of course, the further we pull into the driveway, there are no trespassing signs fucking everywhere. So then we're like, shit, well, we can't, you know, this is kind of the only spot for us to go right now. So we pull in. It's a very long driveway. We pull off to the side and we get out. We're looking at it. Figure out we have to call a tow truck. We see the owners of the house um, standing outside. And so Justin ran up to talk to them like, hey, we're going to tow truck, blah, blah, blah. 40 minutes later, a sheriff shows up and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I was just about to smoke some weed, but not now. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I got a call that people were trespassing. And we were like, oh, we already talked to them. And he's like, well, they called about an hour ago. Dude, the moment we pulled into this fucking house, they called the cops. And I'm like, why don't you just, maybe this is the small town village in me speaking, but also we were in a small mountain town. Come out and say hi. Like, we don't look like threatening people. But then again, you know, I don't know what type of experiences they've had. It may be some, you know, the dude with the axe tried to stay there once. I don't fucking know. So, well, I get it being safe. But it's like, it was like 11 in the morning, noon. And we pulled in. Clearly, something's not right. Did they think we were going to camp there? I don't know. So, the bus is broke down. It needs a new transmission. I know, which is unfortunate. So then we uh, we get back into Seattle, and that's when I see how bad the smoke is. I mean, it is fucking bad. Like, cannot see trees and shit. You definitely can't see the mountains anywhere from Seattle like you usually can. When I go across this bridge I go th- across every morning, it's, like, very, very smoky at the end of it. Like, I can't see shit. 
So the next day after that, I had to go into work, um, even though it was smoky. And I just kind of sat there all day. And then at the end of the day, um, I got bit in the face by a dog. <laughs> yeah. Right in the right in the schnoz. And it was a very small dog. Um, it was funny when I told one of my friends this, he said, the small dogs are the nuttiest. And that is very true. Small dogs are the nuttiest. Uh, but yeah, the dog just jumped up and bit me in the nose. Um, and it's a regular dog. Very sweet woman. Um, you know, shit happens. Uh, and my nose looks fine now. It's not like bruised or swollen anymore. And the um, punctures on it were not even that deep. So I don't even think it's going to scar. So we chilling. But it was just scary. What I kept saying, I'm like, I needed my body to be evened out. My face was the only thing that was unaffected from the hiking, other than it looking like mentally drained, but, or physically drained. There we go. Um, but yeah, so it just makes sense. We had to even it all out. You know, you get it. But yeah, so that was my week. Hope everyone else is uh, having a good week. <laughs> all right, I guess it is, uh, it is that time. I'm going to go ahead and bring my butt my roommate out for the daily dish. dish. What the daily dish is, it's bringing to you. It's coming at you like two buds, me and you. We're coming at you on the streets, coming at you. And the chickens and the chickens and the chickens. Chickens and the chickens. Chucking up Pilsner, brought to you in part by... Chickens. All right. I think we're good. That was it? That was the mic test? That was the mic check. That was the chicken check. All right. Whose turn is it to go first? I don't know. Are you excited about yours? Or are you kind of like, bleh? Well, I'm kind of blah in general. All right, you go first then. <laughs> We're going to finish on like a high, a crazy note. Okay. Mine's pretty crazy. All right. You also might already That's know good. about it. So you go first. That's fine. All right. Okay, this one's about weird laws. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. First, we're going to start with state laws, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go to international. Okay. This is a lot of just listing things off. Sure. So but we're going to learn something. We're going to learn something. Right. All right. Alabama. Arkansas. We're going- just kidding. <laughs> just thinking of the song. <laughs> Alabama. Alabama. It's illegal to wrestle a bear. Why the fuck people doing that anyway? I don't know. Why would you wrestle a bear? <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be fun. I know. I'm excited <laughs> to hear about all the fucking crazy laws. Um, don't say something bad about Michigan. If it's in there, just take it out. There's nothing in there. Cool. Sorry. No, it's good. It means we're like normal, you know? I'm sure there's something. Yeah, there is. California. Sunshine is guaranteed by law. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's a law that it must be sunny. I guess so. What if it's not? Who do we sue? I don't know. All right. California. (laughs) A vehicle without, also California, a vehicle without a driver may not go faster than 60 miles per hour. What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so then I'm thinking like a toy something. Or like a, you know, like a remote control plane or a remote control car sure. or something like right. that. They were saying they're like a lot of these laws were laws that were made a fuck of a long time ago and they just weren't taken out of the law books. Oh. So some of these are from like the 19th century really? maybe and they're just still in there. Jesus. And no one really thinks about them or like uses them, but they're just still in there. No one's taking them out. Huh. Yeah. California. I know. Uh, Florida. Ooh. I know. Hoo-hoo. It's illegal to sing in a public place while wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> really? <laughs> I feel like there should be a lot of musicians getting arrested. Uh-huh. Because they're wearing basically nothing sometimes. 
If I I'm know. at the pool, if I'm at the beach, I can't swim. I can't sing. No. Don't do it. What if I go to Florida and just start writing tickets for people? Ah! Ah! You're breaking law five two three four point five of the amendment of Florida. Yeah. Jesus. Mm -hmm. You just draw yourself a little police suit. Right. Paint it I on your body. I got one from Halloween that's a little, you know, hoey. <laughs> but you know, the best, the best kind. You were yeah. a cop for Halloween. Um, taxi driver. Okay, but I think similar. That, very similar. <laughs> I, th I feel like I had handcuffs. I don't know why. Okay. But maybe I borrowed... I'm pretty sure it was a taxi driver, but I, for some reason, I remember What are you handcuffs. doing with handcuffs? I don't know. What, were you like a taxi Handcuffing driver Handcuffing people to the killer? back of my car. Right. So I could fuck them. Yeah. No, I don't do that. It's all consensual. Yeah. When it happens. Right. Moving on. So. Florida. If you leave an elephant tied to a parking meter, <laughs> no. you must pay. <laughs> you must pay the meter, or you will be charged with a ticket. Okay, so you can still leave your elephant there if you pay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. I mean, an elephant is a delicate creature. Of course. I don't want to insult it by. Making it know that it needs to be paid for. Right, right. That's just so rude. So I understand why people wouldn't want to pay. Right, absolutely. That's kind of ridiculous. All this indoor air is getting to me. I know. It's very smoky here right now. We're, we have to keep our windows shut, but it's hotter than fuck in our apartment. It's really just humid. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting I'm getting delusional sometimes. Were you going to say delusional? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallucin hallucinations mm -hmm. I have not done any drugs today Besides smoke a little bit of weed So None No hallucinations come with weed Unless you get the good shit <laughs> Just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts Happy hour drink specials are illegal No happy hour in Massachusetts Fortunately the bars are still open But be prepared to pay full price Why is that? Yeah. It's just something probably to do with taxing on alcohol, or it's like, I guess. you can't make it cheaper because it's a sin. Right. I didn't know Massachusetts. Dude, fuck Massachusetts. Dude, dude. fuck them, dude. Fuck it, dude. Fucking fuckers. Fucking dicks. Bag of dicks. Bunch of dicks. Mm-hmm. New York, there's a $25 fine for flirting. Now that's just absurd. Is there more? No. <laughs> okay. There's so gonna be like flirting if you have These your penis exposed. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to flirt if your left nipple is exposed to sunlight. Yes. What but the to the moonlight, go for it. Moonlight, good to go. <laughs> After hours, flirting hotline. <laughs> Shit, this is, these are so random. Flirting I like that there's is no so explanation. Bad. We can just kind of make it up. I know. Yeah, we've been doing really great at it. I feel like. Yeah. Also, New York, a person may not walk around on Sundays with an ice cream cone in their pocket. Well, come on. But in their pocket. That's where I keep it. That's <laughs> where, where would you put it? What if you don't have hands? Why the fuck would someone put it in their pocket to begin with? Why, and why is it illegal? What happened? Here's my question. What happened? What, yeah. What happened? Yeah. In all of that, that's an interesting dish for a day. Yes. We should write that down. Okay. We're totally going to forget. But. Sure. To figure out what exactly happened to make someone make that a law. Mm -hmm. Who had sticky pants? He probably, or she. Or she. Sorry. Um, God, we're a, so a, awful. <laughs> a cone, had a cone in the old pocket. 
mm-hmm. um, and sat down on the bus. Or maybe this was a long time ago. They sat down on the, the carriage. Sure. You know, and got it all covered in ice cream. Right. And what are you going to do? Maybe it was caramel. Maybe it was caramel. Which is so sticky. So bad. Uh, Sunday... Oh, that's God's day. Right. So you First of all. Yeah, you can't be having no right. sticky messes right. on God's day. But yeah, but so if it's Saturday, you're good to go. I guess so. Huh. I don't know. The Lord works in mysterious ways. That's so interesting. And Yeah, they said uh, in this article, thankfully, you're welcome to transport your ice cream, transport your ice cream in your pocket any other day of the week. Fabulous. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. You cannot sleep on top of a refrigerator outdoors. Now, that's just rude. That's just taking away our rights. Right. That's not right. That's not right. Who did something like that? I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a nice surface. Right. Cold. Cold. Chilly. Yes. On a hot Pennsylvania day. Yeah. Night. Yeah. So during the day you can, though. Just not at night. You just can't sleep on it at all. Oh, outside. Oh, you can't. But inside, inside. you're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's if we your move fr- the fridge that's your inside. Fridge. Right. You fucking do whatever right. you want to the fridge. But if my fridge is outdoors, no, it's the government's at that point. It is. Belongs to the foul son of a biscuit. It's illegal to sing in the bathtub. Oh okay. Oh my god. Okay. Where is this at? Pennsylvania again? Yeah. I need to talk to the mayor. <sighs> that's just. What am I supposed to do in the tub? Huh? What am I supposed to do in the tub? Right. Look at my feet? Right. Look at my titties? Yeah. No, the tub's too deep. No. Can't even see the titties. Yeah. Can't even see the feet. Right. All I can do is sing. God. That's rude. You could get some rubber duckies. Yeah. Mm. But you can't make them s- What if you make them sing? <laughs> like it's not coming from you. It's right. coming. Then that'd be fine. Okay. Can I play music in the tub? Yes, as long as I don't sing along. That's so hard, though. So hard. I just feel like you'd be arrested left and right in this state. Right. And left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, that was a stupid thing for myself to laugh at. Okay. It's where I'm at right now. Oh, that's where we're at. Um, Pennsylvania. You may not catch a fish with your mouth. What? Don't do it. I know you got some fast chompers there, bud, but you saved those for the West Coast. The West Coast. They, they, they belong out here. Who the fuck? Mm. What is wrong with people? And it says in this article, no word on whether any bears have been jailed yet during salmon season. <laughs> uh, what? So I wonder if someone tried to catch, I feel like this one was a woman, tried to get a <laughs> fish in her mouth. And then she gave an infection, coronavirus 1.0, mm-hmm. to the whole fucking town. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, all right, we got to stop. Right. We got to stop that. Right. Cassandra, put it away. Cassandra. Put it that's away. That's a crazy woman name. That is a crazy woman name. Sorry to all the Cassandras out there. Just go pay, keep it at Cassie. Some fun in a crazy, a crazy in a good way, though, you know? I actually knew a wacky Cassie when I was Wacky young. Cassie. Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. It's right, kind of cool. dark. Oh, yeah. But... We'll talk maybe for all the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend named Cassie. I mean, I should say had. Have. Um, I think I've told you about her. Call her Casshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that. She's the coolest spelling for a name, too. K-A-C-C-Y. 
Oh, whoa. I know. Khaki. Badass. I always thought it was like the most badass spelling. I'm like, fuck, why can't I spell Alexa like something weird? Yeah. Yeah. Like no real fun way to spell it. A-L-E-K-S-A. Sometimes when I get really high, I start thinking about the fact there's an X in my name. Yeah. And I start freaking out. X's are crazy. X's are crazy. They're, crazy They're not in any words. <laughs> I know. But it's in my first name. That's pretty special, but It is kind of special, yeah. I mean, also it's in, you know, a lot of homes in America, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. There's an X in my name. Mm-hmm. And then I start saying my name a lot, and then I'm like, it doesn't even sound real. Alexa. What? Xa, Xa. And then I just fucking an hour of just spiraling about my name. Yeah, it's not good. Don't wow. get high. Don't smoke weed, everybody. Don't do it. Just kidding. Do it. It'll help. <laughs> you learn things about your name you didn't notice before. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, okay. Texas. Texas. You can be legally married by publicly introducing a person as your husband or wife three times. What? Booby trap. When was this a law? Dude. Definitely not anytime. Texas? Recently. Still is a law? I mean, that's Can I go to Texas and get a significant other? Right. Real quick? Right. This is my husband, husband, husband. Right. What's your name again? Great. Great. We're married. This is kooking. That's kooky. Hardcore kooking. Kooking in the kitchen. Wow. It's also illegal to flirt in the city of San Antonio. <laughs> what do people have against flirting? How are people supposed to get some know. dick? Or some puss? I don't know. How are we supposed to get the dirt? How are you supposed to know? Do you write them a letter? Hello, this is not flirting. Like, yeah, you have like a contract. Hello, fair maiden. Did I put my hand upon your boob? Bosom. Your bosom. Bosom. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Your bosom, Gotta madam. get the correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe as long as it's strictly legal. Right. Terms. Right. Then you're good to go. Yeah. Or you write everything like you're writing in a novel. Right. There you go. Sure. Okay, we're going international. International. Oh, so now we're going outside of, okay. Just wanted to explain international for those of you listening. Yeah, thank you, bud. <laughs> Welcome. In the UK, it is illegal to suspiciously hold a salmon. But unsuspiciously. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh. What if... How do you fucking hold a salmon suspiciously? Like what a gun? What did someone do? Like a gun? That's my gun noise. It's lasers. What the fuck? What happened? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Um, yeah, it's Parliament's famous Salmon Act of 1986. It's kind of recent. Yeah. What the fuck happened? It's illegal to hold a salmon under suspicious circumstances. Mm-hmm. Sounds fishy, but it's true. <laughs> hey! Dad's that, here. That's it. Hey, 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 Dad. <laughs> Dad's in the building. Oh, <laughs> uh. uh, shit. In Denmark, it's illegal to name your baby something weird. There are 7,000 approved names. No fucking shit. Yep. If you want it to be something other than those 7,000, you need to get it approved from the government. They're like, we will not be made a muckety. Right. <laughs> exactly what people in Denmark sound like. Yeah. What? Huh. I know. 7,000, that's a good amount. Think of how c- fucking cool it'd be to be like, yeah, I applied. 
Right. Got the name. Only one with it right now. Right. You know. Yeah. That would be cool. I applied. Right. That'd be pretty badass. I applied. I got denied. So they they probably must have a lot of the same names. They're all named Bjork or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. What's Danish? I don't know. Denmark. Yeah. You cannot recklessly bike in Mexico, which sounds like, okay, but um, your feet cannot leave the pedals, Mm. so you can't do that thing that you always do with your legs. Oh, man. Yeah, stick them out. Or like I pretend like like, I put them behind me. Yeah, like just to make you go faster. Right, right. Airborne. Um, But you can take your hands off the handlebars. All right. But that's unsafe. That's very Taking unsafe. Taking your feet off the pedals is not well, unsafe. You can still break. Right. You can still you break. You just look cool. Right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Apparently, coolness is illegal. Plus, then I'd have to practice riding with no handlebars, and I can't do that. I so. can't either. Plus, I'd fall for sure. I can do one. Well, yeah. Sometimes. Some, still get yeah, a only sometimes, though, yeah. Fuck them, dude. I know. That's what I'm saying, dude. You cannot hike naked in Switzerland. Sorry, sure. basic bitches. Okay. Put some clothes on. Yeah. A naked German man walked past a family picnicking in the Alps in 2009. And that's when the law was made. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, mm, so much hair. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you could even see anything. I also wonder. <laughs> I ponder the thought of seeing that man's willy mm-hmm. beneath all the hair. Mm-hmm. Well, you hopefully cannot- he was nice to look at. What? I said hopefully he was nice to look at, but odds are, I would hope odds so. are probably not. Eh. There's a law made out of it. Also, think of the dude that's like, yeah, that law, this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All me. Oh, goodness. Um, You can't whistle in the city of Petrolia. Cousin to Petroleum. Not, no, that's just rude. In Ontario and Canada. Because they, that place, Ontario, uh, no, Petrolia, mm-hmm. in Ontario, mm-hmm. in Canada, mm-hmm. um, has a law that limits excessive noise. And whistling will really do that. I mean, yeah, if you're going to be one of the annoying whistlers, it's like, whoosh, like, put your fingers in your oh, mouth. Oh, yeah. And then, That's trayish. Trayish. No, we can't have it's that. It's like, I get it if you're doing it for a specific reason, but just to do it to fucking scare people, it's like, just sit back down. Right. You know? Jo- Sit down. George. Fucking George. And last but not least, you cannot pee in the ocean in Portugal. Well, come on. Why not? And how do you catch someone? No shit. And the ocean, that's ocean. That's a big... Right. The ocean belongs to many countries. Right. Are fish getting arrested? Exactly. What if you get pee coming over from, yeah, from another country? Who's to say, exact? who's to say where the pee starts and where it ends? Right. That would be cool to be they able to go not. there and be like, yeah, I broke a law today. Yeah, I broke a law today. No, not explain anything else. ten countries. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. Damn, so, well, that made me find out that a lot of places are stupid, so. Yeah, and just be careful out there, guys. You never know what you're going to do that's illegal, so just this don't, is true. probably don't go out. This is true. Okay. I fell down a rabbit hole a little bit. Oh, I thought you were going to say you actually fell down. I was like, oh, what happened? Yes, that too. But I fell down a rabbit hole a little bit. And this will make more sense in a second because I did my dish on Alice in Wonderland. Now you get it. I fell down a rabbit hole. That (laughs) was a good setup. Thanks. I know. Then I realized after I said I was like, I should have explained first and then it would be more like any. Anyway. I liked it. Um, So 
Alice in Wonderland. Do you know anything really about this book, movie, anything like that? I mean, yeah. It's You've a, seen it? Yeah, it's like Have a read freaking it? acid trip. It is like a little acid trip. So yeah. I've got the dirty diddle of details Ooh, on the shit. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, so it was written um, by Lewis Carroll. We've all heard that name. All right. Carol. Carol. It was written by Lewis Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> Carroll. Carroll. Um, and his real name was Charles Ludwig Dodge Dodgson. Okay. D-O-D-G-S-O-N. Dodgson. Too many. Um, he was, he went to Oxford um, in the, like 1860s, 18, oh, maybe even actually earlier than that, probably like 1850s. Um, and he started out as a student and was later a professor. Um, so he was there for about 20 years total. He created this character, Lewis Carroll, <laughs> uh, so that he could write children's books connected to or unconnected to his career so that he could kind of like do this thing without it all being connected. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like he taught math. He was a mathematician. Everyone that was employed by the school lived on the campus of the school. Um, so his hmm. dean of the college, which was also his boss, named Henry Liddell and him became close. Carroll, care, fuck me, Carol. <laughs> Became really close with the Dean's children, whose names were like Alice and then two other ones and Uh then a boy named Henry. Um, So he became close with them. And in 1862, uh, he went on a boating trip with the three girls um, and he would make up stories about Alice's adventures, which was one of the girls, Alice. Mm -hmm. And um, they loved the story so much and they kept begging him and begging him every time they'd see him. Please retell the story. Please retell the story. Please retell the story. So eventually he wrote all of the stories down um, and he called them like Alice's underground adventures and he gifted it to Alice in 1964 for her birthday. Wow. And that was like the very first original copy of Alice in Wonderland. That's dope. The interesting thing, because it totally does seem like an acid trip and it's like, why would you tell like these children these stories? Uh So the cool thing that I found is that a lot of the stories were like the people and characters in the book were based off of um, people in the children's lives. So as though to us, they may seem like really crazy and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's, it's not literally that, but where they talk about, um, I think at one point it said they were talking about a turtle, which I don't know if this was, I think, uh, I don't remember if it was in the movie or not, but this turtle who talked about how his skin crawled because of his art teacher that he had to take lessons from weekly and like, just like really in detail things about that. Mm -hmm. Well, these kids had an art teacher that they fucking hated that would come every week so when they hear it and they're like oh he's talking about you know like mr blah blah blah." and then yeah so that's it was like very relatable for the children even though it may not necessarily seem like it could be yeah um but i thought that was nice it's like little inside things right for Um, the kids i know so um Uh, The other interesting thing is that Carol um, actually saw things the way that the character Alice does. So he was partially deaf and he had a rare neurological disorder causing hallucinations, um, which would make objects appear smaller or larger than they actually are. So the ties between the character Alice, not the real girl Alice, but the character and Lewis were very like. Wow. Yeah. Um, Now, this is where it gets a little weird. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard anything about this, but I found it very suspicious. Mm -hmm. Lewis was known for pretty much only forming close friendships with children. Mm -hmm. He would never really befriend adults very much. Um, He's known for writing this to a little girl. And I quote, 
it was a note back after she'd given him a, lo- a lock of his hair of her hair. Okay. And he wrote an e- extra thanks and kisses for the lock of hair. I've kissed it several times for want of having you to kiss, but even hair is better than nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's, that's um, a bummer. Yeah. After that day with the girls boating, when he first started telling his stories of Alice, he wrote in his diary and he said, in a desperate attempt to strike to strike out some new line of fairy lore, I had sent my heroine straight down the rabbit hole. So it was the first talk of Alice being like something he needed, you know, and it kind of like an addiction, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, Carol used to also photograph the girls in a dark room that he'd made. Mm-hmm. Now, so all of this, and this is like even more so to like, you know, always do your research. I mean, it's I think it's pretty obvious that this dude was a little fucked in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had shot like 3,000 photographs of children because parents would want him to because they'd love how he'd photograph them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they would pay him. To, it's not like he was doing it in mm-hmm. secret or anything like that. Like right. Everyone knew he was doing it. Right. Um, and everyone wanted like photos of their children. Mm-hmm. And he photographed them in such like an innocent way, which is fucking creepy, that the parents really liked it. Yeah. Um, so he wrote, um, why can't I read my fucking writing? I understand. He wrote openly about his penchant for taking photos of young girls. And mm-hmm. I quote, I confess I do not admire naked boys in pictures. They always seem to need clothes, whereas one hardly sees why the lovely forms of girls should ever be covered up. He was known for photographing girls like semi-nude and some fully nude. Mm-hmm. And parents were okay with it. Okay. <laughs> it was a different fucking time. Uh-huh. Um, in 1863, the relationship with the kids... Alice and her sisters abruptly ended and nobody really knows why um, but they suspect it was because Carol proposed to Alice mm-hmm. at a very young age mm-hmm. and here's the other thing is that a lot of young women were getting proposed to by the age of 12 that mm-hmm. was the age of consent right and then I'm like what the fuck yeah but then I'm like okay I guess in in that time which I obviously don't agree with mm-hmm. a, like the position of a woman's role is to like bear children yeah and take care of a home it's just normal yeah and by 12 that's you've gotten your period around that age 11 you know anywhere mm-hmm. between 10 and 12 maybe even before that for some people maybe even after for some mm-hmm. people late bloomer early bloomer who knows sure. I was a mid bloomer I think I was 11 which I thought was kind of late anyhow um so I yeah was 11 too you were 11 too? God, I love you, bud. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then like, in that sense, it's like, okay, that makes sense that the age of consent would be 12 because they're like, well, they're ready to have kids, so you might as well just fucking ship them off, one less mouth to feed. Yeah. I don't know, things like that. Yeah. But yeah, isn't that fucky? Yeah. And then it's like, because I'd always heard things about like, oh, hey, Lewis Carroll's kind of a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I found it interesting. Like, a lot of parents knew it was going... Like, they'd see photos of their eight-year-old child just completely nude. Right. It's like, do be you like, think, this is beautiful. Yeah, do you think they thought he was a creep? It seems like being a creep was so much more normal back then. So much more normal. And that makes me, like, so much more think about, like, how many people are creeps. Yes. But it's... You know what I mean? Sure. Like, if that's how common it was yeah. for shit like that. Right. You can't tell me that a lot of people don't fucking think that way now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully not. Sure. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. It's a fucked up world, dude. It is. I'm scared. You, you did go down a rabbit hole there, buddy. I did. You? Yeah, I got kind of freaked out. Yeah. Also, like, thankful that I'm, like, I'm no longer a young woman. I was just thinking of, like, how many creepy fucking things people have said to us. Oh, absolutely. You know? 
I got catcalled way more as a 13-year-old than a 20-something-year-old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ew. Yep. Yeah, it's not... Uh, I hope I don't have any girls. <laughs> none at all. I hope I don't have any boys either. Yeah. No, I... Uh, just, yeah, think... Uh, really ugly children. Really, really ugly kids. No. I would love that for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Was me knocking on there wood. you go. My mom always said, she's like, as a mother, you always have this small fantasy that you want to lock your kids in a closet, never let them out so that they don't experience the pains of the world. That is beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, that is yeah, beautiful I know. and true. <laughs> never letting me kids out of my sight. Uh-huh. Oh, but yeah. So I went down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Lewis Carroll is a creep. Yep. And things were different. Damn. And it also makes me really want to read the book. I really want to watch the movie. I know, me too. That's what I thought. I was like, fuck, I really want to watch a movie now. Right. I want to watch like all of the movies, though. The Johnny Depp one is good, but it's not great. Yeah, it's it's very different. It's a different It's very different. Scene. I just want the basic, you know. Yeah, it'd be cool if they remade. The their... actual storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, well, there are a lot of things like Cheshire Cat wasn't in the book. There are like certain things that weren't in the book oh. that they added for the animated movie. Of course. Um, that's the one I want to see again because I feel like that one's just like super trippy with all the colors and stuff. Right. But all right. Put it on the list. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Thank you, Bud, for joining us for The Daily Dish. Um, you can find us on Facebook at The Budcast. You can find us on Instagram at The Budcast underscore 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 i never know if the underscore is in the beginning or at the end fucking look up both see which one pops up um we now have merch available at alexisstantoncomedy.com you can get your own personal budcast shirt or sweatshirt in multiple different colors or tank top get crazy with it Uh, actually no not the tank top sorry about that one the design wouldn't fit on the back okay thanks everybody have a good one i was very customer servicey at the end Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The B U D podcast is a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast. It's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 butter cups, butter cast, butter cast, butley, butley. The B-U-D Budcast Budcast It's a Budcast A B-U-D Bud Uh, But as you probably know Or if you don't know Get out of a (laughs) I can't even fucking speak I'm sure that you know But if you don't know Get uh, uh, (laughs) Ha ha ha